Jason. Yeah. Evan Mox here. Okay. Hey, yeah, I'm here. How's it and going? he has never done a podcast. Never done a podcast. We're the first podcast he's done. This is the first one. Why have you ever, never done a podcast? Just you, waiting for you guys to call me. Do you listen to them? That's the right answer. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is a paid ad answer. Do you listen to podcasts? I don't really have like the attention span to listen to a podcast, to be honest, but I'll probably listen to this one. You'll, you mean you'll probably listen to this one you're on or you'll listen to ours going forward? Ours going forward. Oh, that's well, that's nice of you. Yeah. Ours Shape going that. forward. Yes, yeah. exactly. Welcome. Here we go. And I'm not Tony Hall. Hey everybody, it's Jason Ellis and Tony Hawk, Hawk vs. Wolf, greatest podcast of all time in the history of the universe. What, what he said about our podcast, uh, and we have decks that are of the podcast. Signed by the greatest skateboarder <laughs> of all time in the history of the universe, and me. Dang, I was going to go away with that. <laughs> this is uh, the same graphic that we used before, but with gold background, special so it's edition. Better. It's like my teeth, but better. It's number one. It's and signed. the diptych, which is uh, two decks, go side by side. Signed by each of us, right there. Black with silver. I love this board so much. Tim Baring art on both of these. Shout out to Tim. And get yourself one of these bad boys immediately. For the holidays. What a gift. So here they are for the holidays, right here. Gold-plated Hawk versus Wolf signed deck. And black and silver diptych available now. Get one today. Uh, you can get it at TonyHawk.com and in the shop right there. There's a little menu, upper right, shop. See both of these. Click add to cart. It'll arrive before the holidays and it'll make a good gift. And we hope you give it to someone that has liked and described already. Yeah. Make sure you do that if you haven't. Thank you. Are you looking for a delicious and nutritious snack that packs real protein punch? Don't, don't punch me. I would never Because I'm that. holding pistachios in my hand. Wait a minute. They'll fall on the floor. You got to crack into a good source of protein with tasty, healthy, wonderful pistachios. Ow. Each one ounce serving of wonderful pistachios contains six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value, man. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, better for you, unsaturated fats for a combination that will help keep you feeling fuller longer. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Well, first of all, I wanna thank you because I know you're also in town um, on behalf of our foundation, mm -hmm. Skip Our Project. Mm -hmm. I never really come to LA, so this is great. It's very cool. <laughs> so we're honoring him tonight. We're honoring for him. being an ambassador. Well, I mean, it's... It's complicated. <laughs> I'm just it's complicated. Happy to be there. We're honoring each other. You know what's yes. going on. I gotta, you know, formulate. We're just back and forth. Um, compliments, right? That's yeah. what we're doing tonight. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This is great. This is surreal, actually. It's <laughs> crazy. I'm looking at you guys. <laughs> we, you and I did a, we did a Zoom interview in COVID days. We did do a Zoom. That was for. Yeah. Someone asked me. They were like, have It was you for met, some have fashion you met magazine. Him in real life before. I was like, actually, first time I met him was on Zoom during COVID, and I was in my like one bedroom apartment like oh in new york shoebox basically yeah. and i was like yeah this is pretty fucking sweet can we swear on this show or yes no? i'm sorry if you have to you just did so pretty freaking sweet so you were broke but you're rich now right i'm pretty rich now but so what kind of house <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, give it a minute. But you got like a big house and stuff now. Um, yeah, I bought a house in Hawaii next to my parents. Um, and That's cute. Some, some other place. Oahu. Yeah, on the North Shore. But you, you were, were you born in Hawaii? Yeah, born on the North Shore of Oahu. Been there for eighteen years. Moved to LA for two years. Dated a girl here for eight months. Lived in Silver Lake, and then I moved to New York in two thousand nineteen September. What What was the motivation to move to the mainland? I mean, it was honestly like growing up on an island, you're like always wanting to just leave it, even though it is paradise. People ask me like, why did you ever leave? You know, you're always like, you know, at the beach, you're living the life. And I'm like, yeah, that gets kind of old after 18 years of your life. And I knew that I wanted to do more with my life. And I, you know, saw some sort of hazy trail of career path. I knew that I had to leave in order to do those things. So... What as were you pursuing at the time? I was pursuing skateboarding and only skateboarding. That was kind of like the only thing that I ever thought that I would be some sort of something. But then when I moved out here, it like kind of opened my eyes to all sorts of different things. And then uh, things just, you know, grew after that. But very, I, know, I couldn't really script it. I like knew that I had to leave though. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I had mm. to leave. I knew I had to get out of there in order to excel and, you know, just grow as a person and uh, learned a lot. Would do a lot of things differently, but I guess that's how it goes. Uh oh. Well, yeah, but that's how you that's how you learn. That's how you grow. Yep. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Did somebody approach you to be a model or did you pitch yourself as one? Uh Actually, I don't know. I was kind of just doing like little things in Hawaii from like this girl, Sylvie Colez, was doing a photo shoot for this women's brand, Australian brand. Mm. Uh, I forget what it was called, but I was like the background model for like this girl in this beautiful dress. How'd you get that job? It was just through word of mouth. Like she was staying, I think she was staying on the North Shore. And then like I met her maybe even at the skate park or something or just, you know, through right. friends. And she was like, would you like to model? Yeah, but I didn't really understand what that was going to be like. And then like I was just the background guy, so I wasn't really doing anything. And then like. But that I, got you another job. That got me another job. IMG signed signed me and didn't do anything with me. So like. Was that a letdown? Because getting signed, you would have thought. I mean, I'm, it was I'm a let, on my way. It was a letdown, but it was also like so. I, I learned so much with like this. Is why I'm with the team that I'm with now because they were small, and they listened to me, and they actually, you know, smaller roster. I feel like it's better for people to just. They're always going to be talking about you if you have you know a yeah. roster of five people, right? So being with a big, you know, WMEIMG situation was, I was nobody at the time. So right. also no one there like believed in me either. Mm -hmm. And so it was just interesting to kind of learn from that. And then like years went by as well. I moved here. I was making $1,500 a month through Hurley. Shout out Hurley. Thank you very much. As a skater. As a skateboarder. Uh, and like doing like little shoots for them or whatever which was sick like was there ever through all of that i know that you're you're getting maybe some modeling jobs and stuff but was it always the directive was always i am doing this to be a pro skater yeah that was always that was always like the ultimate goal is to be like a professional skateboarder which is like 
as a kid, yeah, that's like the biggest thing you can. I just want, for some reason, my name on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, know? I don't know why. But you but were surfing like, too. Surf. Grew, I mean, I grew up surfing. I caught my first wave when I was two. My dad pushed me into the wave. My mom caught me on the beach. Uh, that's so, so yeah, Hawaiian. I mean, I surfed. I didn't even know how to swim yet, but I, uh, you know, I, yeah. Obviously, growing up in Hawaii, you grow up surfing. My dad yeah. makes surfboard fins for a living. Just this, but um. He, you know, it's just instilled in our family. And but was there ever was there ever uh, the the idea that you were going to make it in surfing? The, the the literally the day that I knew that I wasn't going to be a professional surfer was the day that I had a a heat with Kalani David, <laughs> Seth Moniz, and like one of the Florence brothers, maybe probably Ivan, same age. And there, I'm I'm on a soft top. And I'm asking my dad what to do. And they're like popping in FCS fans on their shortboards, like ready to go. Like they've been in contests for years. I'm like, okay, this, I don't have a sticker on my board. And all you guys have stickers from nose to tail. I'm like, okay. from sponsors. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I know now that I'm not going to do this. So then kind of going into the skate thing, that's kind of when I realized I wanted to really do it is because I was like, okay, skateboarding became like a video game to me. And it was like, once you learn how to drop in, perfect. You want to learn how to 50-50 grind. You want to learn how to roll in. You want to learn how to like lean a tail or whatever. Uh, that was kind of like the turning point when that skate park was built next to my house on the North Shore. I would go there more than, I was homeschooled my whole life. So I would go there like whenever I wanted basically. So I learned like time management super early on. So that really helped me. But then I would go to the skate park all day long. The skate park, that, that's the, the concrete night. one with the, the deep end? Yeah, you blunt fakied it like a few years ago. I saw it. I was baffled. <laughs> uh, and that at that time, too, I was little, too, and you just came to the park and you just put your board there. You just blunt fakied like the tallest wall there. I go, <laughs> that's probably like the smallest wall to him. He skates vert all the time, so this is like easy. But... I just remember it being rough. I remember it being intimidating because it was so rough. I just remember looking up at the ramp. I'm like, how does one... One this right now. <laughs> That's, so you're actually there that day. I was there that I was, day. I was only there once oh, or yeah. twice in my life. I was a so. no one. Then. Oh, hey, that's super cool. You were there. I was a skate park rat. Do you remember that blunt fakie? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he does them everywhere. Really? He did them from my generation. Like I was yeah, in Australia. But I have paid the price doing it at different parks. Like I, I was actually in Northern Ireland and I dropped into this bowl straight into blunt faking and hung up bad oh it's the worst that blunt fakie was, and it was like a big... the gnarliest trick as a kid like i could hook up right now like yeah. even rock like when i started learning rock fakies i was yeah. like well that's the thing you take it for granted what's going on here how does one go in up. without clipping is what i was thinking as a kid i was like jesus how do you, you skated hey, some nice one uh, with that blunt fakie are you kidding appreciate it hey you skated Crazy. some pile still never of... done that i still have not done that you skated some pile of concrete crap in australia back in the 80s and I was there and you just showed up and it was, I think it was the Bones Brigade. And it was like, you rolled around the keyhole and looked at it and we're all standing there because none of us could do anything in this thing because it was such a pile. And I was like, I wonder what American pros will do. And you didn't put pads on and you just looked at it and you like rode, rolled around it looking at it. I'm like, he's looking at it. Is he going to skate it? And we're like, nah, he won't skate. This thing's a pile. And then you drop in and it's like the first thing you do is a trick on the other side. And we're like, <laughs> 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 yeah. 
He didn't even carve first. He just like the untouchable did a rock and roll. And then, and then he did a frontside ollie over the hip to tail. And I don't think any Classic. of us had seen a live person do that. Like I know I had. Like it is possible. And I Holy was like, because it was a frontside ollie. And then at the last wow. minute, you went bam, and I was like, no. You can't, and yet no pads on, and then you rolled away with your stupid hair flick or whatever, <laughs> acting like it was nothing. And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" How wow. insane is that? You have That's a podcast so with the guy now. No, I think about that all the time, dude. Right? What am I doing here? You yeah, know? I just shook his hand. Tell yeah. me about it. That's yeah. great. That is, that is wild. Yeah, well, I remember like, what, the, the, the demo, and yours too. What's that? The contest that I was in, and you were in it, and you could, oh, yeah. if you were a rat, you could pay twenty bucks to be in it. And I paid late, so I was in the last heat, and you're on the deck with me. And there's video of my dad filming me, and I look at you, and you look towards this direction, and I go, <laughs> and I, I look at my dad's camera like. God. I've seen this video. Pull it's pretty the clip funny. Up now. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm freaking out. <laughs> How sick is that? How old are you? 16. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, was I right mean, that was my first trip, so I was going. I was 18. Yeah. I yeah. was friends with the guy, one of the bigger guys in skateboarding, this Gregor Rankin guy, and he was friends with Lance Mountain. And he goes, Hey, I'll, I'm driving you to Torquay. And I was like, cool, man. And I get in the car and Lance Mountain is sitting in the car. Next, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and it was, like a, it was like a two and a half hour drive. I said like three words. I shit myself the entire time. He was like, you skating? And I was like, man. <laughs> skating. Lance Mountain. Yeah, I, I think I am. Like just no idea what how, the world. How crazy is that? Like as a kid, like thinking about like pros, they might as well just be God. Like, yeah. It's insane. You must have like, seen your share of pros though, like on the North Shore, because yeah. it seemed like people would just end I up there. I remember, I mean, just from like the whole surf thing too, like Volcom would fly, you know, people out. And yeah. At the time, even Arto was on Volcom then, GT came yeah. and they did a demo it was like did you freak oh, out or did you stay cool fully freaked out right. didn't even look him in the eyes but I was, now like now knowing the guys like it's it's funny to like think about how much you put them on a pedestal of, like, yeah godly level of like dude holy shit grant taylor were, is dropping in in the same place that i just dropped in this is amazing like dude, holy the shit the bones brigade came to my skate shop and i knew they were coming there so i was in there and there was probably like five other people in there and they walked around and looked at t-shirts and looked at skateboards. And when they left, I insulted everybody there for not knowing who just was in the shop. Yeah, no. I was as like, you should. guys are, seriously, get out of here. Like, yeah. you don't deserve to be in the skate shop. You were standing next to Tony Hall. Yeah. And you didn't you even idiots. know. You yeah. idiots. Yeah, you morons. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I was so offended. So in the early days, now I, my, my timeline's a little off because I'm super old and so forgive me. Really? But were those the days of the, wasn't there a skate park on the military base? In, there was, yeah. In Oahu? Yeah. Were, there, so there were was you around Hickam. for those days? There was Hickam. Hickam, yeah. What are you talking about? Hickam Hanger. Yeah, Hickam. Steve Stedham used to do like an yeah. annual, annual right. uh, contest there. That was actually, put it on record, that was the first, maybe first and only contest I ever won. It was the Steve Stedham Hickam. Oh, that's like, amazing. What an honor. Like, I think it was like called like a, what is it called? Lock, key, key lock, whatever, bowl type shape. Mm. Keyhole. Keyhole. There we go. Uh, yeah, so it was that. No, it's it was clearly like, not the, uh, the pool skater. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah pool skater. Actually, uh, I've seen you blasting in pools, so I take that back. 
I've definitely with water seen it. or no water? No water. Okay, good. Blasting front side airs. No spawn. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if my knees can like, withstand bailing, so I just try to land everything now. That's a good. That's one thing. <laughs> yeah, we used to go every time I bend down, my knees crack. Do you guys? Do you guys knees crack? Everything cracks. Jesus Christ! Everything. This guy asking me about my knees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my knees have never been better. You know. Yeah, like, like, take a look at your future. Yeah. I mean, yours is gonna I've look got like, prettier, but this is awesome. I've got, I've no, got like this is great. No, half a leg, ligament left in this one, and a dead man's one attached to the side of it. I'm happy with this. This is my yeah. future. This is great. You guys. Look I haven't great. kneeled since like '98. <laughs> you haven't taken a knee since '98, <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know I have photos of, of me, like yeah. when Riley was little, I have photos of me just kind of squatting down to his level to talk yeah. to him. Yeah. I'm like, I, there's no way. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Like, I would fall over. Right Dude, now. I had to lift somebody <laughs> the, the other day. <laughs> Don't tell Tim Tebow. A stupid boxing fight where I had to have someone on my shoulders fighting someone else on their shoulders. And there wasn't the guy that was going to pick him up got hurt. So I was like, I'll do it. And I squat in a ball and he gets on me. When I got to stand up, I'm like, I felt like, like ping, 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 like, <laughs> like seven things freaking recoiled up my leg. And I was just like, wow, glad I did that. I won't be sore tomorrow did at you, all. So rewarding. Did you yeah. ever skate transition so much that you did actually knee slide? You know what? My parents made me wear like every pad imaginable when I first started skating. Well, yeah, and rightly so. That yeah. ball was so gnarly. I got like, yeah, I definitely got grounded a few times from not wearing a helmet at the skate park and I would like do a run and then I would like check you know how did you go to bonsai when it was like the the like trees in front of it and it wasn't just like the grass path where you could just see the yeah the road. yes that's that's how I went yeah. so like right when it started getting built is when I started kind of skating really like heavy and so I would like take my helmet off because I thought like all the cool kids didn't have it right and I would do a run, take, or take my helmet off, do a run, and go up to like the perch where you could see the road to see if my parents are pulling up to check <laughs> oh, wow. on me to see if I had my helmet on or not. Definitely got caught a few times, got carried away. Um, and yeah, got grounded for two weeks, didn't skate, worst thing ever. Went back to the skate park after the two weeks of being, you know, whatever. And did the same thing, I did. That I did to get grounded. I just took my helmet off. Boom. I just wonder if you ever, if you ever got so into skating bowls and stuff that you figured out, okay, knee sliding is the way to get out of it. it sounds like no, because you're talking about running out of everything. So. Knee sliding was fine when I like first started skating there, but then it's really like skating that park is what made me want to like skate bowls. I think if it was a yeah. street park, I probably would have been a street skater. You know what I mean? So uh, that definitely like delegated what I did in skating or whatever. When we went to Hawaii, when I was in my teens, and we'd go, like, I would go just on vacation with Kevin Staub and Lester Kasai. Mm -mm. And the only park was Allah. Lester Kasai, so swag. The, the only park was was uh, Allah. Mm. Oh, Allah, yeah, like the old roller but, rink. But nothing in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just you see nothing. That place? Flat bars. Flat it's, bars in a box. It's a roller rink with banks on the end. And then they just threw in these oververt sections to keep skaters in it. Mm. Yeah. So it's just. <laughs> banks it's banks to oververt yeah but like this and then you've seen you've seen footage you've seen footage yeah, of it so. yeah it was yeah. so it's got like a red border around the let's just say that whenever park. we go there no one was skating right but now they, they've sure. made it sort of a street park right? yeah like my friend chad who actually lives on arto's property on the north shore was like the main person to like build the actual ramps and stuff because he yeah. was the one that built like the 
flat bars and the boxes that were there before nothing mm-hmm. was there. So, yeah, shout out to Chad from APB. So, Thanks are you out. still surfing? Still surf. I'm honestly surfing more here, more than ever. Than more I than have. ever. Yeah, I mean surfing. It's funny. Like skaters decide when they are done with skating. Technically, or like they're like on their way out or whatever. They're like, oh, water is actually way, way nicer to land yeah, on right. than concrete. You might get stuck in a cave. You might drown. But like, you might. I love how you just mumble that bit. You (laughs) might get stuck in a cave, dude. It can happen. You're like hanging out, going wee, and then you're in the dark in a cave. It can happen, but that's like you know. It can happen. The risk is worth, you know. The reward is is not. Have you got torn up on a reef? You do not have to choose between better hair growth and your health. There's a holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness. Get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol's whole body approach to hair growth. No drugs, no compromises. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root cause of thinning including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. Physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients, Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com entering the promo code HAWKWOLF to save $10 off your first month subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code HAWKWOLF. Yeah, my I don't know if you can see it, but there's a scar right here. I went head first into oh, a Oh hell yeah. Damn. My luck though, it was a full blown sandbar and I, I hit the one rock oh. on the reef. The one rock sticking nice. out head first, bow, right there. So body Sick surfing photo. or surfing? Surfing. Wow. Cooking it, going over the falls. <laughs> Straight head first. We've all been there. Concussed. That's all I've been. <laughs> Uh, so how did you end up on Gossip Girl? Oh, God. Um, so the showrunner, Josh Safran, he called me one day. Uh, was asking, You already knew him? No, didn't know him okay. at all. But they were, my team was like, yo, um, there's a showrunner for this show. It's going to be a long one. Uh, he called me one day and he was like, hey, we're like doing like character development. We want to like try to formulate, you know, what the cast is going to look like for this TV show, right? And uh, they're like, we'd love it if you submitted a self-tape. And I was like, I don't even know what a self-tape is, but yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, I had, had you only done print work at this point? Sorry? Had you only done print work or like photos? Yeah, I was doing, I was like living in New York already doing a bunch of modeling stuff. And then... Uh, but no, no, no acting. Also didn't ha- even have a thought of doing it ever. Okay. Anyway. Like never was like, I want to, I need this role. You know, I want to be Superman or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was never that. So he called me. He's like, submit a self-tape. I did. A whole year goes by because when he called me, it was around December of 2019. And 
it was like a whole year of not knowing because COVID happened and the, you know, New York shut down and we're filming in New York, you know, mostly. And, uh, so wait, I you, was start, the last. you started first filming December 19. We started, oh uh, no, that's when he called me. Okay. We started, we were supposed to start filming in May of 2020, okay. but then like March was when like New York yeah. started shutting down. Nothing was going on. And, uh, you know, people were running for their lives and, um, we started filming like towards the end of the year, 2020. But like, I did not know what was going on. I was the last person on the cast to be put on like officially. Everyone kind of knew each other already somehow. They've been in like some group text like, hey, we're the new cast. And I was like last put on like, hey, like we all like met up in a park and just like had pizzas and just met each other and stuff. But then uh, it was just like a surreal experience. And it was also just weird filming through COVID as my first experience filming a tv show that's pretty like like advertised and you know whatever but it was just an interesting experience through that time but then they're they're like you know other people that are on the cast they've done other stuff before so they they know how cool it can be when it's not covid it's like we we're going into set like full on like can 95 like mask a dog collar with the visor here and it's like you take that off like as they're rolling yep which was like such an interesting experience everyone had their own different that's rooms. your first time acting yeah, too. everyone has their own rooms i'm so codependent that i was like i want to hang out with you guys i want to be with like people they basically just like put us back into these rooms and like don't talk to anyone or like don't like basically like literally and they don't. corral you to one area like this is this yeah is like here's your zone like COVID how long is that for uh, eight months. Jesus. Yeah. First we, we season shot was a couple eight of, months. We shot a couple of Activision commercials during that time, and it was wild. Yeah. I mean, I think also, too, like, people were kind of creating rules and laws. Like, yeah. like things that just did oh, not make sure. sense. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, okay, we can have this intimate, like, sex scene now, but, like, other than that, you have to have your mask on. It's just like, I don't understand, like... I think people are also just like trying to figure it out at the same yeah. time as well, like yeah. learning as we go. But like, there was just certain things that was like, geez, this does not make any sense. Like, even down to like the testing kind of situation, it was like people would either go to the back of your brain or they would just graze your nose. And it was like, what's the fucking difference here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the Wild West. Yeah. For sure. But I mean, anyways, it was just a interesting experience i did learn a lot also and and the second season was so much more relaxed because you know things progressed but um how many seasons has it been it was two seasons and we got canceled because we are not doing game of thrones numbers so verbatim who is who is the only exactly. them? There was like a That's lot of what, what unfair <laughs> comparison. Yeah, right? You're not, You're the not best Star show Wars. Ever. You're not Star Wars. You guys are canceled. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not a real skater. You're not Tony Hawk. <laughs> oh my god. Comparison. Did you uh, did you do any skating in the show? I kind of just carried my skateboard around. I didn't really like. Total. They were like so weird about like. Just even riding on a board. It was oh, like, right. They're, you're they're like, yeah. Yeah. Even though you're a professional skateboarder. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was it was funny to see. Like, you guys know you hired a skateboarder, right? Like, I kind of can do this, right? I yeah. mean, I might fall, but I don't care. Was there ever a scene that was had skating in the background and you're like, cool, these guys are allowed to go skate? No, I remember that I, 
actually was cooking at my house for once in my life and I was cooking tofu and I didn't like drain the water out of it enough and I put it in the pan and the thing like exploded and hot oil went on my hand and it bubbled up so gnarly to where they had to write it in the episode that I like verbatim biffed it at LES skate park and they had to put like a the wrap a cast and like like a splint and then have like a cast over it wow to where they had to write it in cuz it was just so unavoidable it was huge you could probably still see the scar maybe but yeah they had, I had to no write idea. it in tofu so like was that dangerous yeah the tofu's dangerous guys psa yeah. i love how it's this whole time i've just disrespected <laughs> it <to> les <laughs> he fell on yeah. the bank yeah yeah i Literally, there's no possible way you could get hurt at an LES, honestly, but unless someone wants to squabble you. So what is the most exciting project that's coming or that is currently happening? I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of like in a weird like bracket, right? Like I feel like life is the fun project. Like, I'm just having fun living life. And if I can continue to get some sort of, you know, rent money to continue living life, then that's amazing. So, like, okay. that's kind of how I left, like, live my life forever. And I always, I mean, who doesn't want to, like, do what you love and get paid for it? You know what I mean? I think we all kind of agree with, like, you know, skateboarding and, like, you know, being able to travel the world and, and do all that stuff is, like, something that you can't get. Like, no one no one can say that they can do that, right? So it's amazing to be able to be in a position to where we can make our own decisions and we can be our own boss and we can figure out, you know, what we want to do in life and um, just keeping things open, to be honest. But I think, you know, I'm just having a, a good time <laughs> living. But are, are you able to, I mean, you, you have sort of a safety net with what you were making on Gossip Girl, what you made before? Um, yeah, I was paying, I was paying rent like before, um, before the show and stuff. Um, I think it kind of got to a point like in my modeling career, if you can even call it that. I think you can call it that. I've seen you on some campaigns. Yeah, sweet. Thanks. Um, I, you know, I think after like the modeling thing, you can just get bored. Like my ADD is like way too crazy to like only do one thing. Mm -hmm. So I think like acting in a natural way kind of actually came out so perfectly because I was like, there's a whole nother thing that I'm like fully obsessed with now. Like how do you better yourself in the things that you love to do? And then acting just came and I was like, this is amazing. Did you go for more acting gigs? Yeah. Yeah. Like we're doing some other stuff. Filmed a movie in Bulgaria last year, which is very interesting. Can you talk about it or is that on embargo? Uh, yeah, it's it's on I think it's out on dateline. It's it's announced, but I filmed a movie in Bulgaria last December with um Nick Cassavetes and uh he was just like really amazing to work with. Um he was really the only reason why I wanted to stay in Bulgaria is because he's just so awesome. Like he's just a good director. He's a real like actor's director. So it was like nice to work with someone who you feel like you can, you know, work with collaboratively and like he'll tell you some random, you know, note that like helps so much for some reason. Mm -hmm. So it was like cool to be able to like talk to someone and he's like almost like an older like father figure for all of us in the cast as well. Like we were all like loving him so much. So it was he's like, from there? 
No, he's he's from out here. Oh, you're just saying because I want I want to stay there with him. Yeah, <laughs> no, like he really made like you know who wants to go to Bulgaria? I'm sorry. Yeah, you what do you do there? in Bulgaria when you're not acting? Sorry. What do you do in Bulgaria when you're not acting? Ironically, the hotel that they put us up at, there's a skate plaza that's like kind of like the meetup spot for all the skaters there. Yeah. Right next to the hotel. It's no, like not, a, not an assigned skate park, just a place everyone goes to. It's skate. just a plaza that has a ledge and like good flat ground. And uh, that was really my saving grace, just being able to like on the down days just go skate. And it was it was like really cold, but it like, you know, took a little warming up, but it was sick. Like I know like a bunch of skaters out there now too. So hmm. when we go back, I have to go back. We're really supposed to be there now, but. Is um, the food good? There's one good spot there. Yeah, I, I wasn't really. Are you a vegetarian? No, no. I love, I love like it really anything besides tomatoes. Okay. But, um, yeah, no. What did they do? <laughs> they eat a lot of meat over there. They're like, all the dudes there, like, our security was like meat, but like, like you times two. <laughs> okay. Like, you were like big, like, brolic, like, bowling ball motherfuckers. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, they're eating a lot of meat out there. But the food's like, you know, I'm not super picky, but it was after a month and a half, it was a little crazy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it was an interesting experience. Oh, hmm. Very witchy vibes over there. Witchy? Yeah. Like, like women look it, like, like witches? eerie, like just... No, women actually are pretty cute out there. But... How's their fashion sense in Bulgaria? I mean, there's a cool crowd of, like, kids there, just like anywhere. There is, but... Uh, um, very Eastern European kind uh, of situation. Bowling balls, maxed out T-shirts, like extra smalls on an extra large guy. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. A lot of affliction. Yeah, uh, a lot of like, ta- <laughs> like tap out. Tap out. Like tap out. All yeah. Right. Yeah, I see it now. Are you Those zinning? Are fun guys. Are you zinning right now? Am I what? You're zinning right now. Yeah. Why? You want one? I might actually stop analyzing me. I don't. I don't I'm, I'm not, 52. I'll we're on a podcast. We're analyzing each other. Do you want one? I never tried one. What does it do? Well, I don't want to be the guy that gets you into it, so no, you can't have it. What does it do? Makes you makes you great. No, let's try one. Come on, let's try one. That's how I get them every time. <laughs> oh my god! Want one, Tony? No. Fair enough. Tony, come on. Smart guy. That's what the Tony. cool kids are doing. Dumb guys. Where where do you put it? What are you talking about? In your ass, dude. In your lip. Where? Top, the, the bottom. Goddamn bottom lip. What oh, okay. the hell is okay. wrong with you? Okay. Do we have to wait to, for this to take effect? And then just start asking him questions. How long is 30 minutes? 30 minutes? Till it t- starts taking effect? I, I like your attitude, though. Just like, yeah, let's, let's do that. Why not? It'll be fun for the rest of this interview. There you go. Because <laughs> you figure it out. I'll be like... <laughs> yeah, or because you're just you're fiddling with it the whole time. I've done dip before. The, the This is way yeah. lighter. Okay. It's I'm, way less than that. All right. I don't sick. do that. Let's yeah. do it. All right, cool. You don't have to spit. How come either. you don't look like you have something? It's like a fat lip. Can can you like, does it look face. very visible in my lip right now? You do look a bit like yeah, a, yeah. a rookie. Such yeah, a rookie. It's a, it's a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let it go. Let it go. Pretend it's not there. You know? Don't laugh. You might swallow it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a problem. Yeah. Quote. You, you can do it. <laughs> Stay chill. Don't laugh. Stop you touching might your mouth, man. <laughs> Don't laugh. You You're might making it look it. bad. That's that's the worst to live by. <laughs> Jeez, this is You're gnarly. welcome. This is gnarly. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> so what um what would do you have anything on the horizon? I know you can't 
talk about specifics, but SAG strike is over. SAG strike is over. People are back to work. Yeah, everyone's working again. You are an actor. Yeah. So is there something down the, coming along? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go back to Bulgaria and film those. Uh, oh, pickup shots. Two and no, two and three of the movies. So oh, really? We're, we're gonna do like four, I think. Four of them. Yeah. Because they know it's gonna Jackpot. be that successful. Wow. Yeah, I mean we're, we're filming two and three and it's not even out yet, so they have faith in it doing somewhat yeah. good, I guess. Nick Casvetti's is a director; he's great. He's oh, that's the best, amazing. So I think they have faith in it being good. So, yeah, so doing that and also just you know doing other things too. <laughs> <laughs> you what are so things? mysterious? Yeah, why are you so mysterious? It just just depends on how much you want me to elaborate. That's why we're here. We're doing I, a podcast. I feel like you're being interviewed. I feel like I'm the worst person to talk about myself. I never, I don't really well, do this. Can somebody guys. else talk for yeah, him? Yeah, someone, you, you are <laughs> Please, the most qualified. Corbin, come on, Corbin, come over here. You're the uh, most qualified for the. You have a clothing line? Hey. You don't want to talk about it though? No, yeah, I have a clothing you brand. Sell some I have of a it? clothing brand called yeah. Wahine. Um, called what? Wahine. It means okay. like female in Hawaiian. And actually, Maori, I, I figured out. Is it a girl's line? It's for everyone. But it's called female? It's Pretty a, much, yeah. Wahine. It's an ode to like my sister and my mom, like all the like strong women in my life. Oh. And like it's the inspiration is all Hawaii inspired and just what I grew up seeing, you know, fashion sense of like hmm. just just so many crazy things that you see in Hawaii that you're like, that would not happen anywhere else. And I need to make that. I need to remake that whole vibe. So just, you know, working with that. It's also just another like outlet for creativity. And I like when my friends wear it. I'll send you guys a pack. Yes. Yeah. Where where do you sell it? Um I sell it online and and one store in Hawaii, my friends made a place called the Honolulu Pawn Shop and they're opening tomorrow. No way. Like an exclusive t shirt for the shop and just kinda like just keeping it like mom and pop's fun and uh yeah, it's just it's just nice. It's just nice when I see my friends wear it that actually use it and, and love it. So that's kind of really the whole deal. Did you start it up with someone else? Um I did. I started with my partner Dante. He's a stylist and he's a whole nother echelon of amazingness. But he um he does like he helps me with the back end stuff. Like I don't really talk to the factories, I just get the samples and I like I design the stuff, I do like the build outs and like the whole situation, the campaigns and all that. Um Does that make it uh conflicted with trying to get um apparel sponsors? No. No. Um I was sponsored by Ruka as of like a year ago. And uh, they just sold again. Yes. Um, and Pat kind of walked away from the company. So I walked away from the company. I was kind of waiting for he was maybe potentially going to buy it back again, which is the craziest play ever. You start a company, you sell it, and then you still own part of it, and then you buy it back again, and you sell it again. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> if it uh, works. If yeah. it works, it's genius. I've yeah. seen it not work. For real. And it wasn't genius. I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. Is there any investments that you like did that like you regret? Yes. Uh yeah. Like what? Yeah. That, Liquid that death. One, that one that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh the we did um we did a high-end denim brand through our distribution company of Blitz Distribution that mm -hmm. did birdhouse and hookups and cool. Um and originally the firm and real. Right. And flip and um 
My cousin used to work at that warehouse. Okay, so we were. We that was were my just... first board. My first real board was a Tony Hawk board. Oh, really? Yeah. He gave me a full Christmas complete. Oh, sick. Did my first kickflip on it, whatever. Well, thank you. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> but we, we started. We, so everything that we were doing was working because it was all based in skating. Yeah. And then we had this bright idea to do this like high end denim brand. Yeah. And, you know quickly realized that not everyone wants to buy $200 jeans just because yeah, they have yeah. fancy stains. Right, right. But they did have an audience. Mm -hmm. But at some point, the production costs were killing us and sucking all the profits from the mm. building. I mean, you got to try, though. You never know. Yeah, we didn't have to try. Worked <laughs> <laughs> out that good, huh? We didn't, we didn't have to. I was to. trying to make yeah. you feel better. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate the sentiment. It did. It did. I only ooped it. I only ooped it. You just thank shot you. it down. I know. But no, yeah, for sure. It did teach me a valuable lesson in that I, I should probably stay more in my lane. Right. You learn too. From yeah, that. yeah. And yeah. we ended up selling the brand for what we owed the banks. You know, it's so, funny. You failed that? in that high fashion thing too, and Kelly Slater also did too. Sorry, not to put him on blast, but he, I remember he did that, the Quicksilver, like, upper echelon. Oh, line, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just didn't work. Like, no one really wanted no. it. They didn't care about it being, you know, Yeah, the, that was that was a tough like, window for Quick, too, right and, then. Yeah. I mean, I love the shit, honestly, yeah. but I didn't no, have I remember getting like time. I remember getting a, a full, like, dad sweater yeah from quick like what is yeah. this like that's the new kelly slater line i was like yeah like it's the two goats no can't do it but... like what are we doing here <laughs> how am i gonna do it yeah. like yeah it's all right he landed on his feet yeah no He'll be okay I, I think he's all right yeah he's doing all right he's surfing wave pulls in abu dhabi it's oh no we love kelly <laughs> we love kelly um what's uh what's your sort of dream trip scenario i'm getting, surfing skating. i'm getting loopy in the, with this thing don't are blame you? me yeah. You asked for it. I know I did. I, I'm taking it all the okay. way to the end. We let do have a thing to, tonight, too, Evan. Just, let me know, you know when to detach from this. You should probably detach now. Yeah, I think I was going to say, if you're feeling already. Yeah. I did not ever quit. I've never quit. All right, well, good luck. <laughs> Stop throwing up. It's not my fault. <laughs> he's going to start, he's going to, on this thing we're doing tonight, he's going to go off on tangents and he's going to be. You're going to have to. You're supposed it. to speak, you know. I know. Do you have a plan? Will you hold my hand? No, I'll be off off site. Would be I'll cute. be off site trying to remember my own lines. It would be cute though if you held these. Hands I got my I got my own issues. I got a teleprompter with. meeting at five p.m. Man, where are you oh, at? Oh, okay. Actually, uh, I do too, kind of. Yeah. You guys are gonna make serious, man. I gotta try not I'm to not laugh at you. I'm not on your Zin train or whatever. Like, I saw, actually, I saw like, Seth Rogen last night, and I asked him if he was gonna be at this thing tonight because I saw his name on the flyer, and he's like, <laughs> "What?" No, I got to leave. I was like, all right, well, sorry. I thought we were going to connect on seeing each other tomorrow night, but I guess not. I got to leave. What do you mean I got to leave like right now or I got to leave before tomorrow? <laughs> tomorrow, like today, basically. <laughs> I got to leave. Like, wow, I feel like he says that to a lot of things, to a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Anything. He's probably going to be there tonight front and center. He's actually Like if you go, hey, man, how's it going? He's like, oh, I got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the amount of people that were going up to him to ask if they could smoke a spliff with him or like yeah. a joint or whatever, it was insane. He told like, a story on this show where yeah, he was, he was sitting right there. People come, he leaves. That's what happens. Okay, well like there, a TMZ there it is. bus came and he said he started sprinting, and then he looked behind and yeah. Will Smith got in the bus and he was like, "That's the difference in celebrities, bro." He yeah, runs. They they move in different different yeah. ways for sure. Yeah, if a group of people show up, he sprints off down the street. 
That's how social he wants to be. Yes, weird. I feel like that, it does cut that's it out, the vibe though. I got. At like least, if you yeah. like me and you want to meet me and you go, oh my god, Jason Ellis, and I sprint away. <laughs> I mean, you get the picture, you know. Like you're not. If you run after me, God, you suck. Yeah, you're you know. Like really I gotta actually run a marathon to get away from you. That'd be tough. Are you running away from anyone? No, I love I love attention. So I, I was gonna mean, say. Yeah. I was- if anybody recognizes me. Even if it's me, an unhealthy attention, you're oh, like, yep, I don't care. I don't care who it is. I'm right here. Sure thing. Yeah. I don't care who it is. <laughs> if you like me, I like you. I'm stopping for the picture. Do you, do you have any anxiety? <laughs> you want an autograph? You, know I mean? you, you want me to get, talk to your mother on the phone? You actually carry a Sharpie in your back pocket I'll talk to your mom on the phone. I'll give your brother <laughs> like some, some advice. Like, you mean, stay in school or some shit. Yeah. You know, just yeah. Yeah. I'm headed to Darren. You want to come with me? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Approachable. Do you have any anxiety about <laughs> big feeling crowds? humble today? Really feeling humble. Like today. if you go, if you get in a situation where it's a big crowd or anything, give any anxiety about that, or where you're recognizable. What was the first time you got recognized? There's like weird times. I mean, there was like back talking about like the Tumblr days, like kind of went viral on Tumblr when that was like popping. And Tumblr. so like kids like in Hawaii would <laughs> like deep cut. stop me from back in the day, like way back. To what like, went viral on Tumblr? Just like photos of our life, basically, kind of just like back in the day. Like we had a homie, Amber, that would take photos. She would never have her camera out of her hand, so she just shot the whole thing. So she would post it, and like I'd be involved with it. And like Tumblr was our end-all, be-all. It was our Instagram, basically. Oh, yeah. No, I remember So uh, it was just, yeah, just getting recognized weirdly, like locally in Hawaii was funny. Like, Do you remember the first time it happened? No, I don't no. remember much anymore. Hit my head too many times on the reef. Hell the one yeah. rock. The one yeah. rock on the beach. You got <laughs> I actually go back uh, quarterly to hit my head on that rock every time. <laughs> oh, you actually got you actually got KO'd. I did knock rock. out underwater, no, but I definitely got concussed. Uh, I have the scar to prove it. <laughs> Which it's just funny. I mean, I hit my head so many times, but it's just funny I hit the one rock oh, on yeah. that one beach. It's like perfect i remember being a, a little kid going to oahu for the first time and yeah. it's all sand and all of a sudden you just step like wah, yeah wah, there's i thought there was no rocks right exactly and it's live there too so there's vana on the reef and like there's things you got to watch out for oh yeah um how was how was how was hawaii skate scene in that time when you guys were doing like buns brigade and that, none uh, i mean really, searching for there was hardly any I remember going to... Jump ramps and cars and stuff, right? Like Gons and shit. Well, so... I was like, just like we thinking about there, Mark Oblo's photos. Did you go like, there for Wallows? Kind of we went there for Wallows. Um, and there were some locals that, that helped us around for sure. So, Animal Chin you know, was there. Do you and remember then, who they were? Once. I don't remember, but I, I do remember when I went just on vacation, uh-huh. when I was with uh, Kevin Stav and Lesser, uh-huh. and a couple dudes invited us to... a backyard ramp and i hope someone knows what this is there's a backyard ramp somewhere i don't think it was on the north shore but it was kind of up in the hills Mm -hmm. it was about like 45 minutes from honolulu Mm -hmm. and it was a concrete vert ramp built into the side of a a hill where is that thing i i don't know this was this is probably like 87 88 wow must be i mean it must be gone now but i would have heard about it by now and it was funny because because we got invited so they were they wanted us to come skate, but at the same time there was a whole crew, there were locals that like didn't really want us to come skate. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You That's I mean? funny. Because we were we were Hollies and also like we weren't we weren't Christian Osoy. Yeah, yeah, true. And they wanted to see Christian Osoy. Which was my next question. Yeah, and so we were just like, 
is it cool? If we, is it all right? Like, and we were, and you know, we're skating. I thought we were skating pretty good. And they were just like, yeah. all right, you're done. Later. Like, cool. Like, you're your done. shift is over. I mean, it was, it was clear that like we had sort of worn out the welcome and kind of like vibing out. Yeah. Like, and the yeah. dude that, the dude that drove us wasn't that hyped on driving us. It was almost like someone assigned him. Yeah. Go pick these guys up. He's like, all right. It was a weird vibe, but we had fun. Yeah, yeah it's funny to hear you say that because, like, no one was Christian back then. Like, everyone, I mean... No, it's still even no one. My no one has been like, ever since. Idolized Christian. Like, of course. Even before I skated, I knew who Christian Hasoi was, you know? So it was, like, that run pretty deep, like, in Hawaii, just him being there. And then, like, Gons would come over. Like, this is way before I was even a thought in the world, but... Uh, Did you... I just were I you just alive see photos for that and like, street event that happened or the mini ramp event? Uh the one in the arena? Yeah. Where they like remade the Y ramp? Right. Again after yes. on the beach. Um no, I wasn't. I don't think. You weren't alive yet or you were What year was it? I don't know. It must have been 89. I want to say it's 89, maybe 90. I'm 26. No, I was born in 97. I don't ever think of like the years 80 to 2000. Just a, they don't, there's just nothing the same here. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's just one blur for us. So That's like COVID for me. It's like you just skip two years. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you were but, ripping before he was born and you rip now. You uh, ripped, well, dude. You. you ripped, dude. Holy Blunt crap. Fakies. <laughs> did you Did you ever get to see Christian skate? I did like not in his prime, but he definitely. I mean, he still shreds. You still, so like, you still see the flow. Yeah, for sure. I, mean, I, was, I could see the most like yeah. t-shirt in the back pocket. He's like. the greatest kick tones ever done. Yeah, like I feel like I you can know. watch him do kick tones. <laughs> do you remember we we had that so uh, good? Yeah, we we did a at Quicksilver actually. We had uh, an eighties event. At, 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 were you there for that? Uh -uh. Yeah, yeah, I announced. You announced right yeah. with, with from the eighties. No, like they all look like it was like do. ten years ago, but we had it. We had an '80s event, so it was oh, Christian sick. Grosso, like Eric Nash, Stedham yeah, was there, and we're Grosso, all dressed up yeah. in our gear. Yeah, and Christian couldn't really put together a run in the in the preliminaries, mm. you know. But they did have a, a like a cut to the finals. Was there and a all crowd? the judges? It, yeah, it was a he kind probably, of. He probably pulled it together then after that. Huh? No, it was more that the judges were like Christian is in the finals. I don't care yeah. what happens. Oh right, yeah, no, he he was, they, <laughs> they, they were all in collusion. <laughs> Straight in. They're yeah, just yeah. like, no, Christian goes to the finals. It doesn't yeah. matter. If he just dropped in on the ramp, he's in the finals. Right, yeah. right. Of course. Fair. This is the, the reverence. So the we views. love you, Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, Christian. <laughs> Sick. Um, Gons. Gons. Legend. Sickest ever. You ever see him in Hawaii? I think he spent a lot of time out there, too. I didn't with hang. I, I mean, I was at that mini ramp contest with him. Mm -hmm. They had a street event, too. I think it was after the mini ramp contest uh -huh. in that same arena. Okay, okay. Um, I, I've seen footage of it, yeah. But, I mean, he, Gons, what can you say about him? Yeah, He's it was like, sick talking about that Y ramp. When he when Adidas came to like remake the ramp on the beach in Waikiki, yep. it's like that Thrasher event or whatever, yep. he got that cover again. Same same trick, two covers on the same magazine. It's so great. Like 10 years apart or something. Pretty oh, no, way more, <laughs> like 20, 20 or 30. 20, 30. See, talk about timelines. Timelines, yeah, blurred, blurred lines. Yeah. Yeah, I used to skate his ramp that he had in LA. He had like a mansion next to it, a big fountain <laughs> yeah. on the way down. And he he came down and was like, "I don't have that much time." Like, we would just dropped in and started shredding. And I'm like, "Why is he announcing he has not much time?" And then he took like two or three rides. He's like, "Woo, I gotta go." <laughs> 
And I was like, what the hell? And he goes running off with his, you know, I mean, like hair extensions and his lycra pants. And he tripped up the stairs and fell in the fountain. And it was like, he was like, no the, way. He was like the coolest dude. He dropped in, like, right. didn't, didn't fall, made like three giant rides, yeah. and then skipped off the side of the ramp. Like the ramp, the board went off the side of the ramp into his hand. He was like, "Woo, I got to go. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, God, that guy is cool. And then ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and I was like, that is not like, cool. In the water. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he is human. Dude, he, he popped up. He popped up. Oh and my just, God. I just saw Gon's trip. Dude, he just popped up and skipped into his house like it was nothing. I was like, that is a cool recovery. <laughs> that was a pretty cool recovery. Enters the front door of the mansion. Yeah. You're like, I was God, like, you yeah, should probably you stay in there and start crying. Yeah, it was it was literally off of sunset. <laughs> you got it, dude. I yeah. got to go there once. Um, yeah, it was wild. I think I think someone said it was W. C. Fields' old house. Where you wouldn't know that is because we're super old. <laughs> Do you I was know? Like in my head, like, wait, W. C. Does anyone know who that is? You know who it is. Who? No? Am I the only one in this room that knows who W. C. Fields is? Yeah, I guess so. All right. One time at a Vance contest. <laughs> one time at a Vance contest, he showed up in a limousine and he was dating this girl that was like a fam famous actor's daughter or something. Mm. She was pretty hot. Yeah. And he in the contest, they call, you know everyone's taking their ride, and he drops in and he's shaking it out, checking the wind and stuff, taking a long time to go. And then he finally goes and he drops in, does a backstair, lands real close to the coping, and shoots into like a ten foot method air. But as soon as he shoots, he just Boots his board over the deck and he's in the air going, Woo! <laughs> and he lands and does a knee slide where he fishtails his feet. He goes, Woo! in the knee slide. Like, not a care in the world. Not a care. Or a second wall bail. Like, second wall eject yeah. to the biggest ejection ever. <laughs> Then knee slide and fishtail, and then woo, dance over to your girlfriend and just start necking her. <laughs> like nobody, like there wasn't even a cut. That wasn't your ride. They didn't call your name out before you dropped legend in. Legend gets scored off a of neck. And then I chair. realized that it was all a, that's the <laughs> trick, you dumbass. Like he's like, I'm gonna drop in and eject, and then I'm gonna tongue my girlfriend in front of everybody. I don't know because I don't give a wide shit. open mouth. Wide open mouth. And I wide got the message mouth. loud and clear, and I was like, that guy won. Tia, I'm sorry. You that guy won this. the contest. Like, Tony was ripping, but dude, did you see him neck his girlfriend with not a care? He, he rented Gosh, a club. Gosh darn legend, dude. That's He's a legend. every like run in that I have with him, you just leave like, what the hell? This is probably not true, like, but every he, time you're like, holy shit. Allegedly, I heard he had like a bag of like dirt weed for a guest, and then he had his good weed for dirt, himself. <laughs> dirt yeah. weed. Yeah. He'd be like, help yourself, weird to this pile of shit. Where's my girlfriend? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he just tongue his girlfriend. He'd be like, I guess I should leave. It's my cue to go. He yeah. had, I'll, I'll give you one more home story that was so on brand. He had his 21st birthday at a huge venue club. Yeah. It was called The Scream back then. Is where all the like hot bands played. And he rented the whole place. Fishbone played, which was even huger at the time. Like I, I don't the whole the whole event would have cost like a year's salary. Who's Fishbone? Fishbone Fishbone was That's a fair. Band, LA big, band. Big band. Big, big band. Big band. Yeah, I mean legendary band. Oh, Re revolutionary band. Sick. I still think Fishbone's sick. Okay. Revolutionary. <laughs> Depends who you ask. <laughs> Depends who you ask. Yeah, if it's revolutionary. Or not. Revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. 
man. I'm sorry. Change the game. They're Metallica. Is that better? <clears throat> got you, got you, yeah. got you. Yeah. They were like an early yeah, Metallica with horns and um yeah. Oh, no, soul. the guy on the trumpet is... Yeah. No, there's a guy on a flute, I believe. Just... I actually befriended him. I went on tour with him and became friends with him. From Fishbone? Yeah. And he, he looked like a cricket Look, man. he just about to jump out of his seat. He goes, what, Fishbone? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, I don't know. He's, he's don't off on a tangent. Cool don't he's play cool enough. Don't play cool. He's off on a tangent. Don't play cool. Welcome to our show, Evan. Right, you I just jumped out of your guy. seat. You go, Fishbone? You're just what, jealous. You know him? You're just jealous because like... Fishbone likes me and they don't even know you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think you're right. They love Ellis. Yeah. Give us another Zen, whatever. Shout out to the bone. You guys are revolutionary. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to be such a touchstone. Uh, Dang. Synergy. For me complimenting a band. Yeah, no, revolutionized beautiful, the they game. Were beautiful they were pioneers. They were oh, pioneers. Yeah. They were. All right, revolutionary might pioneers be extreme. They were pioneers. That's it. I yeah. leave it at that. Okay? Oh, pioneers and revolutionary is like a lot, right dude. Now. They're not the Beatles. It depends on your. It depends on your definition. Depends who you ask. Yeah, it, it does depend on your wow. definition. Warm leatherette. I better get a thank you card from Fishbone Crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just te they just texted me. I'm tired. And scene. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so who's your favorite man? My favorite man doesn't have to be revolutionary. <laughs> it's not gonna be. Um, my favorite. It's really hard. I have a lot of friends that I actually really love, love their music. There's this dude Q who's from Florida. That's like. New Prince, like fire. Like, New Prince. Yeah, it's hard one, hard to say. But you listen All right, to his that's music, a bigger like, claim than revolution. That's a ridiculous claim. I mean, it's like Q. I would put him. Does he play music? When you listen to his music, you're like, dude, does, this guy's. Does he play instruments? Right yeah, he's got everything. He can play all instruments. Yeah, all of them. All of them. You just saying that? Clarinet. You don't know that clarinet. <laughs> that's oh not a claim. God. That's not a claim. I'm not speaking for him, but I know he can play a few instruments. A few. All Prince can play everything to the. To the best okay. of anyone's I a soft ability. Spot here. I'm sorry. Let me compare yeah. it to someone else. Seriously, uh, calm down. Prince. This guy. He's, he's about to jump out he's of the, the seat. He's the music he's the gatekeeper musician here. in the world. That's God. revolutionary. Okay, dude. Freaking fish. I don't feel like getting knocked out today, okay? I'm not going to knock anybody out. I, I have a speech to make. I'm just saying. What the fuck? Why are you yelling? I just don't understand because why you're it's snapping Prince. on me. You've been Somebody have some passion for the greatest musician that ever lived. <laughs> you know, Q. Some dude go. plays a few of your instruments. Like, Here get what the plays a few instruments. Did you ever okay. see Prince live? No. Yeah, you. <laughs> what is that? What are you trying to make me feel just bad? Has Prince ever seen him I'm, play live? I'm just asking. Questions. I'm just. I've. I've seen enough Prince, and I can play instruments, and I know that you he is You sound like his sick. PR person or something. What's going on it's here? It's a PR for life. Like, if you're not supporting him, you're we'll not alive. We're sides here. Spokesperson for Prince over here. Way better than <laughs> I never thought I'd be New title. arguing about Fishbone and Prince in this podcast, but here we are. Yeah, uh, so your guy is Q? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Man, well, the future's okay. safe then, I guess. Jesus Christ. Let's change the topic. Yeah, so take I, like, yeah, I was going to so ask you about another band, but yeah. I don't even want to touch yeah, anything <laughs> else. I'm, I'm just not, I will say names, but I'm not going to compare them to anyone anymore. Hey. Uh, I, I mean, fuck, how do you just recover from that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> should we just do it as a one? Okay. How, like, how is your, who, who's, I hate saying favorite because that's too. Yeah. Favorite's too hard. It's too specific. So Who's skating like do you enjoy? Like modern skating. Do you go like, oh yeah. I mean, Dylan's my end-all, be-all That's good. life. That's, there you for go. For sure. Like, yep. There's no comparison. Still, no one that can do the things that he did on a board. But or look like he did. Or look like he did. I think Dylan actually, I'm going to go into a 
pigeonhole with this, but Dylan kind of like laid out the blueprints for what I wanted to do in life. He was like the first person that I saw that could do it, that skated, that does, you know, some modeling stuff, but also just like a... But did his ultimate. own way. Yeah, and always did it his own way. Yep. I remember Oblo telling me a story about how he was going to do some like Vogue cover or something and he didn't like what they were trying to put him in or like someone on the set or something. He just walked out. He was like, I'm over it. That just, sounds, yeah, that sounds like Like one. anyone would kind of like in general kind of like die to be on a Vogue cover, right? If that's like what you like to do, like that's like the end all be all mm -hmm. type of situation. It's like GQ, like But that made, made him more legendary. Yeah. So it was yep. like just hearing stories of that, just like, dude, you're the sickest ever. And so like, I not based my life around him, but he laid it out to where like, yep. oh, sick, like this is possible, mm -hmm. you know, doing it, um, you know, intertwined with other people who are doing their own thing too in the same thing. Like he did some DKNY shoot before um, I knew him and I just remember seeing it and like, like you're with like ASAP Rocky, Cardell Levine, um, Katya's girlfriend at the time and him like, in this DKNY campaign show, I was like, this is the sickest <laughs> dude so ever, ever, ever. In New York, like, on a taxi cab, like, this is the sickest thing I've ever seen. I don't know why I got so, like, inspired just from just even that one shoot, but just seeing that it was possible. Because in my head, there was clouds of, like, trying to do something like that, mm -hmm. but didn't really know how to get there. And uh, I later learned how to get there, but, like, didn't have a manual really, but he really set the blueprint to like, oh, sick. Like, yeah, we had when we started hot clothing with Quicksilver, hmm. we had a, a team for the, it, you know, it was, it was loosely kids' clothing, hmm. um, skate, surf, uh, or uh, centric. And yeah. the team was Dylan, uh, David Gonzalez, Riley, wow. Figgy, Tyler Bledsoe, David Loy. It was, it was heavy. Sick. How old was David Gonzalez? Because I feel like he's way younger. They were all kids. Oh, cool. All kids. Like they, they weren't. They weren't even. They were just there for their skate skills, not yeah. for modeling or anything like that. And yeah, yeah. Dylan was just a like yeah. cute, cute kid. They're like shoot this kid. Yeah. Super shy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah. I just remember hearing like Oblo tell me stories of him. Uh, just at that time as well. Like, just you know, I like just hearing any Dylan. The talent stories. though. I mean, and and he just had it in droves. Some people just have that, like, I've never been around someone who has, like, an aura about them. So mm -hmm. it's like, he had that, like, glow, then didn't even have to say a word. Like, you're just around him, and you're like, holy shit. I just, like, hit a zin in my lip or something. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, Jason over here. Like, holy <laughs> But, uh, no, it was, I mean, he's just that type of person. I never actually felt that with anyone else. I was like, this is fucking sweet. Also, another sick Dylan story. He had... For his last birthday before he passed away, he was in his bed and he had every single girlfriend he ever had all in the bed with him. Really? Like, this dude is just unreal. They're just like all somehow friends. I'm like, how does this how does this work out? Like wow. I'm just standing there like, Happy birthday, Dylan. This is fucking sick. All your girlfriends are really If I hot. had all the girls I'd slept with in my bed, I'd be De dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd only probably need two of them, actually. You'd be dead because they would want to kill you? Yes. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> that's how I saw it. It wasn't not because of the action. No. Because oh, they're going no to action. murder him. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's no thrusting involved. It's just fucking. Yeah, no. It's thrusting, thrusting of a knife. Yeah, yeah, dagger. Yeah. Yeah. Neck. Yes. Yes. Bow. <laughs> well, Evan, uh, thanks for coming by our little podcast. Your first podcast. Yeah. I hope it was for my enjoyable. First podcast. Thanks for hosting. You know, we've set the bar high for your next ones. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. good luck with you that. Definitely have. Thank you. You know, be careful of your analogies in the next one. Yeah. I will. I will. I will never guy. compare anyone to Prince ever again. There you go. <laughs> then, then this was worth it then. Or Fishbone. <laughs> we helped you a lot. You are I've welcome. learned a lot. Yeah. I've learned a lot. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, Evan. Jason. Like and describe. Like and describe. See you next time.